yeah, dude, pretty soon he won't even be American anymore. <laughs> and did you t- <laughs> did you tell him he has to renounce his American citizenship? I hereby uh, I, renounce. I, for- my I forgot to warn him. That's like uh, that's like when Michael Scott just goes, "I declare bankruptcy." And, and they're like, "That's yeah. not that's not how you declare bankruptcy." He has that's to do that at like uh, on like what is it, Charles Bridge? Is that the name of that bridge? Right. He has exactly. To, like, renounce his U.S. citizenship. I hereby throw renounce the, the United States. Yeah, throw it into the, the river. Vultava, the the river right there. <laughs> See the geese get it or something. <laughs> He accidentally hit hit somebody that's going down on like one of those little paddle boat <laughs> it things. Just lands in their boat. Plop. Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. If that oh, happened, w- if if you if someone's passport just landed in your lap and you could just take it somehow, <laughs> would you try to find a way to um, to um, artificialize it? What's the term I'm looking what, for? Counterfeit what would you it. Do? <laughs> yeah. What would you do with that? Like I don't you can't know. just like cut off your picture and like as soon as you, cause, cause that's the thing there. as soon as you do that i feel like you're probably already breaking like federal crimes oh tons of laws for <laughs> like, sure like forget the for crime sure. that you're gonna commit with the f- fake id just by You've like peeling it off right. and getting your picture trying to peel it back in i feel like a lot of crimes are already being broken oh for sure You'd have to. You probably have to like know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody to like. Yeah. Take it somewhere. You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. is not just a normal person. Like, and yeah, it's a terrible idea. Right. One right. Way or another. Right. And that's that's and, and this is the situation we're talking about. Is this is if someone is kayaking while David happens to be renouncing his citizenship, <laughs> just dropping the passport. And the passport oh, just happens to fall into someone's lap. Right. Oh my god, that's that's hilarious to me. Anyway, uh, you ready? Yeah, let's let's do this. There we go, coming in hot, <laughs> just the right level of hot. Welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about beards and facial hair around the world, around the globe. So get ready, because uh, we must ask you some questions. We're going to be talking about uh, all sorts of uh, cool stuff, beard-related, facial hair-related. So if you want to find out where uh, you can find some mutton chops or uh, where some folks might like a goatee, this might be the episode for you. We're going to talk about some places as well, uh, how they perceive facial hair as well. So it should be a fun episode today. So without further ado, I am happy to be joined by my bearded brother and my good friend Jared. What's going on, Jared? Hi, Chad. Uh, I'm glad you. Uh, thank you for calling me a bearded brother. That's very nice. I am. I am. A, I am. I guess bearded, and I am a brother. That's also true. <laughs> Um, but since we're, since we're really going to get into the minutia of what it means to be a facial haired person, um, you know, we're not on the same level, you know, my beard is not as, is not as respectable as yours. And I, I I'm feel okay like with that. the beard is in the eye of the beholder, Jared. And the beholders are saying that yours is more respectable than <laughs> mine. <laughs> I, I don't beholders. know about that. I hear it all the time. 
Uh, people say it to me all the time. No, that's not true. That's that just how conversations start. Yeah, you. oh yeah, you do that podcast with that Chad guy, right? Yeah, his beard's way better than yours. By the way, have you noticed the changing of the seasons, Chad? Uh, do you mean in your surroundings or just ge- in general outside? Because it has been hot out here. <laughs> I mean... In the um, streets. I mean in... in, in in food and beverage, it's pumpkin spice season it's officially begun. Oh, I so, forgot about that. You're right. You know, and and much like every every sort of corporation that's just trying to exploit a holiday that they made up, um, you know, uh, pumpkin spice season is essentially the same as Christmas. But uh, you know, they start way. It's not before even September. How is it already pumpkin start, spice it's season? Kind of, you know, it's like as soon as um, as soon as like the day after Halloween ends, Christmas stuff is up. You know. Right. It's like Christmas is months away, but we already got the stuff up. That's how it works. Do you um, know what it is, dude? What it's is it? It's because so many kids and uh, adults alike, I guess, young adults, are uh, going back to school, man. that's mm. I, I bet you that might be one of the reasons why. People are, are getting can lump it, beverages yeah. early in the morning or food early in the morning that's more right. often. Maybe. Give me Maybe. my pumpkin spice cheesecake, yeah, bro. I, I, can't, I can't get my day started without a pumpkin, fries fr- pumpkin spice frappuccino and a pumpkin exactly. spice cheesecake. Just imagine if... I mean, people do start their day with that, but that it sounds exhausting. Right. Apparently, it's It'd also... pumpkin out. Apparently it's also Virgo season, so you know, shout out to all my fellow Virgos, specifically my left-handed Virgos. There we go. Um, Chad, I have yeah? some bad news. <laughs> What's that? Um, well, first of all, Vol, you know, White Boy Summer has been seriously tainted. I mean, it's already tainted. The originator is a freaking idiot. We all know that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been tainted even more. Have you heard? Uh oh, I have not. Fill me in, Jim. <clears throat> now I don't have the video, but it's not worth it. Um, because, uh, but Chet Hanks, white boy summer guy, is um, he he came out as anti-vax. He he had this whole Uh-oh. video where, and his dad got <laughs> was like, and mom were one of like the first people or famous people, not first people, to get COVID. But anyway, um. He, oh, that's true. You're right. He came out with this video where he was just like, uh, "Listen, everyone, I just want you to know that uh, you know this this pandemic is serious, and you know I'm vaccinated, and I think all you guys should be too, and I think it's just the right thing to do. So I think you and everyone you know should psych." Uh, and he's like, "If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I ain't had COVID." Uh, and he's like, "Why? Well, well, I don't understand. Why, well, if you want to wear a mask, just wear." It. And he was just, he kind of went on this rant. Psych. He did not. He did not revert Can't to the. He did the psych move. He did do the psych move, which is real old school. He for this one, he stuck with his white boy psych. summer voice. He did not revert to uh, the Jamaican patois that he sometimes oh, chooses to use. I really what was expecting bummer. him to do that when he switched to like the uh, anti-vax, but I was like, no, no, no. Psych. he's got to go full white boy for this one, right? Oh, but, for um, sure. You know, it, it's concerning. And I think you should... And I, and I think this is... Yeah, Chet Hanks is an idiot. Sure. We all know that. And it's hilarious for us to laugh at his stupidity. But I think this is a... <laughs> <laughs> this is indicative of a bigger problem happening in the United States. And I think you and your family need to be concerned. And I think you need to alert your family. Because I have some okay. legitimate news coming from the Associated Press. That I think Uh-oh. this is... Uh, people like Chet Hanks are really starting to shine a light on this problem. Even though he's doing it in what some might call untraditional ways. According okay. to the Associated Press, bro, 
Uh, census shows U.S. is diversifying. White population is shrinking. Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> Alert your family. Uh, take the proper precautions. You might need to expedite your gun purchases. Um, <laughs> Tune in to our last episode if you got questions about that. The U.S. became more diverse and more urban over the past decade in the non-Hispanic white population non-Hispanic white population dropped for the first time on record. The Census Bureau reported Thursday as it released a trove of demographic data that will be used to redraw the nation's political maps. Did we do, did, did we do the census at some point recently? I guess we I, did two years ago. Did they do it every 10 years? So we must have done it. Yeah, I think so. You didn't do it. But I don't remember doing it either, to be fair. I but did, no, I did the census. Oh, you last, did? Uh, what, you don't have to just lie and say you did. I guess so. It's every 10 years, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I, I thought I remember submitting it. Because I did oh, it online. Maybe I did. Maybe I did do it. Maybe I did. I actually might have did, done it. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, um, the new figures offered the most detailed portrait yet of how the country has changed since 2010. And they are sure to set off an intense partisan battle over representation at a time of deep national. This is an interesting that AP is throwing this in here. Uh, they're, I feel like they're trying to stoke some unne- flames unnecessarily with this paragraph. Uh, set off an intense partisan battle over representation at a time of deep national division and fights over v- voting rights. Um, the numbers. So are they saying that we're that like Republican? What are they saying there? What are, what are they saying? Read it again. The new figures offered the most detailed portrait yet of how the country has changed since 2010, and they are sure to set off an intense partisan battle over representation at a time of deep national division and fights over vi- voting rights. So is this, does this have to do with um, like how, the, how the areas are kind of like drawn up and they're worried about Basically, the reason why they're trying to suppress votes is because I think most Republicans know that if if everybody goes out and votes, the majority of people are probably not going to vote Republican. So it's a detriment to the GOP. Yeah, um, that's that's what they're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think they're yes, yeah. That's a the, yeah. I, the way I would put it is that they're saying that like. Um, yeah, the the Republicans repl- rely on white people, the white population, yep. and the more it sh- shrinks, the harder their chances are. Uh, the numbers could yeah. help determine control of the House in twenty twenty elections. Blah, blah blah blah. All right, let's get to some of the stats real quick. Americans continue to mi- migrate to the South and West at the expense of the Midwest and Northeast. Oh come on, really. That's unfortunate. No, I'm kidding. Uh, the figure showed. <laughs> the the share of white population fell from 63.7% in 2010 to 57.8% in t- 2020. I, well, I was I said that while you were drinking, and I, I the reason I laughed, because I just <laughs> thought that what if I said the stat, and you and like I spit out my, yeah. o- my OJ? You did like a spit take. <laughs> <laughs> what? Forty nine percent. We're not the majority anymore, Jared. Oh, oh, that would no, that I, I would have died. You should have said some crazy fake percentage. <laughs> now two percent, like twenty twenty two percent. Like what? Uh, fifty seven point eight percent. It went from sixty three point seven to fifty seven point eight. Oh my god. The uh, the lowest on record, driven by falling birth rates among white women. White wo- wo- women. I said white women. That's not really saying white women. White women. 
compared with uh, Hispanic and Asian women. The number of non-Hispanic white people shrank from 196 million in 2010 to 191 million. White people continue to be the most prevalent racial or, or ethnic group through, uh, though the change... Though that changed in California, where Hispanics became the largest racial or ethnic group, growing from 37.6% to 39.4% over the decade, while the share of white people dropped from 40.1% to 34.7%. Uh, California, the nation's most populous state, joined Hawaii, New Mexico, and the District of Columbia as the place uh, as a place where non-Hispanic white people are no longer the dominant group. The U.S. population is much more multiracial and much more racially and ethnically diverse than what we have measured in the past, said Nicholas Jones, a Census Bureau official. So, you know, there we go. What I'm telling you is, you need to really start start having some babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some more honkies out there. Yeah. Although I will say, Michigan is still not that diverse. I mean, it's not the worst, but it's not the best. Right. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, we're kind of in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit. But, you know, I, I don't know. To some degree, Jared, I think uh, I think it's good to have some diversity. In some, in some and, degrees only. Some other degrees. I, uh, it's very dangerous. <laughs> and we need to do everything in our power to avoid it. That's what some places might tell you, Jared. That's what some, some, some degrees, might, some places. I think. But uh, that's interesting, though. I mean, it. I don't know, man. It doesn't... I don't know. Doesn't the the numbers don't surprise me though? No, they don't do surprise they? me either. No, but um, but uh, you know, it puts things like White Boy Summer into perspective. It's like, oh, I get it. Right. It's like you're afraid that you're eating, <laughs> going from sixty or, or something Chet to fifty seven. Chet Hanks is like, listen, I'm a minority. I live in California. I'm a minority. I I deserve representation like uh, every other minority. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a minority as far as anti-vax and as far as uh, my race here in California. I deserve representation. That's right. You better believe it. You uh, better believe man. it, Jared. All right, dude. Do you want to get well, to some untranslatables? Let's do or it. Do I was just about to about ask to say? you if you... Do I know uh, well, what time no, that's, it is? I was going to ask you if you had time, had the time, and you. I think I have some like time to always. spare for untranslatables, Chad. Perfect. I would hope so because that is the namesake of uh, this podcast. And untranslatables are idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always translate on a one-to-one -one basis. And uh, Jared, you want to get us started today? Oh wow! Thank you. Chivalry's not dead. Uh, <laughs> I have two, and one of them is Armenian, and it's Katitsakchunes. You don't have a nose hole. That's just a fun say thing. Say it again. You don't have a nose no, hole. No, say it again in the language. It, it's QTI. That's what I was trying to say. QTITSAK Chunes. C H U N E S. So I, I just said, like the way it sounded when you said it. Sak Chunes. That could be completely wrong, you know? And, and what, what's meaning one more time? You don't have a nose hole. You don't have a nose hole. That's just a fun fun thing to say nose hole you don't have a nose hole um hmm would you i'm assuming you would say this to someone in a negative <laughs> way right like a, you don't have a nose hole no offense but you don't have a nose hole dude and it's like one of those no offenses you don't have you don't have like, any that clue. seems offensive you don't wow. have any idea chad no clue. 
To be oblivious or don't know what an appropriate behavior is in a particular situation. So it, like it, it is a little one. bit more specific, but you're essentially right. To be oblivious, to not have a clue. You had it. Right. Okay. I like that. That's that's a good one. I, what, how'd you, you get that? I feel like I wouldn't have gotten there. Do you ha- can because you, can you're because your your stellar example is why? What was my because I asked because you said well you're uh, you basically said you're now. not having a nose hole right now, Chad, and I was like oh that means I, I don't know what I'm doing right oh, now. Oh I see I see I see. So that's that's how I put I, two, that's two funny, together. I, I didn't guess. even really mean to say it like that, but it worked out. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I interpreted it, for better or for worse, Jared. Um, all right, my first one for you is uh, Mexican Spanish. Ves burro y se te antoja viaje, which means, do you know, Jared? Ves burro y se te antoja viaje. Burro is burger, right? Burro is donkey. Oh, donkey? Donkey. Oh, you know. Burrito is a little donkey. I think burro or something. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I'm thinking of a different word. Burro is donkey. No, I didn't know what any of that was because you you can just give me the... Uh, this is you see a donkey and you want a trip. You see a donkey and you want a trip. Mm-hmm. Huh. You see a donkey and you want to trip. It's like you you get get like distracted. Is it almost like rubbernecking? Like uh, n- that's hilarious. But no, <laughs> could you could you explain what rubbernecking is to the people, Jerry? I guess rubbernecking is an American untranslatable, and that's when there's um a some sort of car accident or some sort of you know something happening on the side of the road or on the road and it's causing an unnecessary on the side of the road i should say because it usually it causes an unnecessary uh traffic jam of everyone looking at the accident as they drive by it and slowing down to look at an accident that's called rubbernecking and usually causes another accident in itself so that's fun but that is not what it is. Okay. Could you give me the literal you one more time? You see a donkey. Oh, yeah. And you want a trip. What are, what were donkeys surprised? used for back oh, okay. in the day, to see Jared? A trip. They, I assume they're used for like some level of work, you know? Or, uh, or like and a also travel. for... Yes. So you see a donkey and then you want a trip. Is it like you, you, like you dread... Like what, the upcoming trip or something? Or you, you just... No. It, it would be like... Um, let me put it this way, Jared. You don't see a donkey. You don't want a trip. You do see a donkey. You do want a trip. So you get nervous just at the sight of a donkey because, uh, okay, listen. It has nothing to yeah, do, with, nothing the do do- with the donkey. The donkey, once again, here is a metaphor, Jared. Listen, I feel like I've been uh, off my uh, game lately. I'm going to be honest with you. And um, I'm afraid. You're, I no, think I'm no need to be afraid, mentally. Jared. Let me, uh, let, me, let me read you this Spanish example, and I'll translate it for you as well, and maybe this will help. Um, so I'm so you and I, Jared, we're we're hanging out, and I say, uh, "Tengo mucha sed, voy a ir por un refresco." Uh, and I say, "I'm very thirsty. I'm going to buy a soda." And you say, Jared, "Yo también tengo sed. Me compras también un refresco." And you say, "I'm thirsty too. Can you buy me a soda too?" And then I could say. You see, uh, you see a donkey, and now oh, you I want see. a trip. I see. Is it like, um, like for you, I'll do anything, essentially? Oh my nope. God! It's like fucking idiot. Uh, I'm an idiot. It's, you're, you're not going to Jesus Jared. Christ. What it, what it means, or or a way to put it, Jared is. Parada. Um, I told you I'm getting a soda, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then you were like, oh, well, get me one too. Were you really thirsty? Did you really need that soda? If I wouldn't have told you I'm getting oh, the soda, see. would you have wanted them? I see. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this basically means um, you only want something when you see someone else have it, basically. Okay. Listen, to be fair, that seems tough. That's this, that's a tricky one. I, that feels like I thought a you could one. get it. I thought I, you could no, get it, but that's okay. But I don't feel as bad now because that, that, tri- that does feel like a tricky that one. That was a tricky one, but I thought you could get it. Anyways, oh, I appreciate that. I what, thought I was what hoping you got for me? <laughs> to you. My, my <laughs> second and last one is... Li- I try not to set you up for failure, Is, uh, is Lithuanian. Um, I enjoy being set up for failure. I don't mind being set up for failure. You can embarrass me. That's part of the fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I actually... I, I'm. I haven't listened to it. I probably should have beforehand. But they claim to have the the like the translation here, so I'll just let them say it. Did you hear that? Oh I would have I would have really no, destroyed that. Let me turn it up a little bit. Hold on, hold on. Okay, let's hear it again. <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse me. That sounds cool. What does I that would mean? have really destroyed that, like real bad. Um, it means spoons served after lunch. Oh, does that mean a little dessert, a little, little nice little treat? Think about it a little differently. What else would you use a spoon for, other than dessert? Uh, s- soup. So now think of that. Think think of the untranslatable in that context. Spoon served soup after spoon, not soup. Spoon served after lunch. So soup after lunch. Spoon. Why do you keep saying soup? <laughs> uh, spoon after spoon lunch. served after lunch. It has nothing to do with soup. I'm just saying, don't think about dessert because you're thinking in context of after the meal. I see. Gotcha. So it's not actually about after the meal. It has really nothing to do with the meal. I'm just saying, think about the untranslatable in context of getting. Uh, of of what uh, the spoon is being used for, soup rather than dessert. So it's some it's something unexpected, unrelated. Spoon served after lunch. Yeah, it's when so you're surprised. You no? go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, you you um order a you, you, in Czech Republic soups were popular. Oh yeah, you order a soup and 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 uh and one of those like Renaissance. Festival style turkey legs; those were popular t- there too, weren't they? Um, well, I think that's uh, Schweinshaxe. <laughs> I don't. So it's kidding. pork. But still. I was just kidding. <laughs> you order uh, like a schnitzel. Um, so you order a soup and a schnitzel, and they bring them both out to you at the same time, and they give you a fork and knife. And then once you finish your schnitzel, they hand you the check and the spoon, and the spoon was served to you after lunch. So it's when something's too late. There you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it. That's what okay, it means. Spoon, yeah, it makes makes perfect sense. Cuz yeah, you after lunch you don't need the yeah. spoon anymore. Or it's it's too like late. I, yeah, I've been waiting. I I asked you 6 times. I've been waiting for my spoon, so I just started eating my schnitzel. And now it's 40 minutes later and I have to go back to work. <laughs> and here's the spoon. You give me a spoon right, well, I'm taking the spoon with me. <laughs> yeah, could you give me a to-go container? Oh, but they don't do to-go containers in Europe. Uh, that's because they're classy people over there, Jared. They're not pigs like us eating these gigantic meals. You know, I don't hate. Anyways. You know me, I don't hate not taking. You know, I, I you know, I, I'm not a leftover person anyway, so I respect those Europeans in that sense. That's true. Well, you're you're just a classy gentleman. Exactly. Jared. My next one for you is Arabic, and it is bahu 
Bekishra Basala, which means he sold him for an onion peel. He sold him for a fool. It's like, oh, well, who do you take me for? What do you take me for, an idiot? You took me for an idiot? Um, or it's like you stab someone in the back. Uh, I mean, treat someone like a wa- treat someone like warmer. like they're garbage. Okay. Well, if you, oh, dude, you're you're so close. I'm trying to think of a way I can describe this so you'll walk you'll all be over right someone, on the money. Take advantage of someone. Well, so think think about think about um the the onion peel represents something. You get on someone's last nerve. You push someone to their last like to the edge. So let's say this, Jared, in context of today's episode, um, you you send me a picture tomorrow and you're like, you know what, dude, I decided to shave my beard. And then I was like, you know what? Um, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I don't want to do this podcast with you anymore. The last straw. And, and then uh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, no, it's uh, I'm sorry, man. I just can't describe it, I guess, in a good enough way. These are tricky. This is someone who throws away a relationship um, for, like, seems like for basically frivol- for, like, frivolous, no reason. Me- frivolous yeah. purposes? Is- exactly. Okay. Like, you shaving off your beard. You know? Oh, like, I That's see. a silly reason. You're one of my best friends, and I really enjoy this <laughs> podcast with you, so I prefer the ending last it because drop. you shaved your beard. <laughs> Listen, I put up with a lot of shit from you, but now you're shaving your beard? All right, this, this is, I'm out. This is it. This is, this is, all, this is all I can I, handle. I, I, was okay. I, I, was, I was okay with you before, but now it's, this is too much. I don't know what that's you expect right. me to well, put up with. That's the importance of beards, man. <clears throat> it keeps friendships together. Is there anywhere in the no world where, um, where someone not having a beard would be taken that seriously? Except the I'm Bible. I'm not sure. You know, Samson. Maybe, yeah. You're familiar with Samson? Well, well, I think some certain religious communities, actually. Like, all jokes aside, I feel like there are certain... Well, that's, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Religious communities where, like, yeah, they frown upon Shaving cutting your period. hair. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's yep. true. Yeah. So, there's... So, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, let me... Let, let, how, Chad, how do you feel about your beard? I like it. I, I'll be honest with you, Jared. If I wasn't kind of on the job hunt right now, I was starting to grow my beard out, and I wanted to keep growing it longer and longer and longer. Um, but here's the thing, Jared. When you live in, uh, you know, America, and you're looking for a job, you gotta look somewhat professional. You can't always. And, and rock so professional the, uh, means this, means short be no short beard, shorter beard. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I would. I think it depends on your job and what you do, right? So, where where I work, you might be able to get away with a long beard, but no guarantees, and it doesn't always give the best. I hate to say it because I love them, but it doesn't always give the best first impression. You know? Why not? What does that say about some a person? Well, if your beard's not, if it's long, but it's long and not well kept, has. I but, mean, but, some people, but that's not. I'm talking about you. Let's talk about you then, because that's not you. Even when you your mean? beard is long, would you call it unkempt? I'm not just I mean, talking about someone that has like a not, beard down to their knees that's nat drug that that's drug right. that's dreadlocked by the like uh, lack of uh, you know care. Right. I mean i i keep it I keep it clean. I keep it trimmed up. You know, I got my clippers upstairs. No, no big deal. So what? Is, yeah. Okay. So back to my original question then: What does a long beard say about you? That that requires you to feel like you need to cut it down shorter for the job. Once again, I don't think it. I don't really 
think it says much about me other than I haven't cut my beard in a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what other people uh, unfortunately think or sometimes assume is if you have a long beard. Um, I don't know. Some people think you're you're lazy. Some people I've read in some places where people think uh, guys with like a full beard are less trustworthy. Have you heard about that before? (laughs) No, that's funny because there's a podcast I listen to. Uh, called the Black Eye Tips, and obviously it's hosted by well two black people. But um, I, I don't fully understand the joke, but I, I find it hilarious now. But he'll always make a joke about like um, on his on their podcast. He'll talk about like a, a black person doing something that's like sort of like super right wing or Republican-y, like sticking up for Republicans in a weird way. And he'll be like, "Notice this guy doesn't have any facial hair." So he always makes a comment about black people not, who don't have facial hair not being trustworthy. And I don't really know. And I've never heard that before, but I always find it funny now because I've been hearing it for years. Right. So it's funny that, that you say that. You're saying the opposite. Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I might I might trust a bearded guy. Maybe I'm too biased. Uh, I'd probably trust a bearded guy more than I would a non-bearded guy, maybe. Why is that? I don't know why. I knew okay. you were going to well, say of course. that. I, I, of course, I don't know that's why. a r- ridiculous thing to say. Of course I'm going to ask it why. It is a ridiculous thing to say, <laughs> but we say lots of ridiculous things on this podcast. So you feel uh, that um, that people will perceive you in a way you don't want to be perceived. If you show up with your... your super the way your, if it was like really long. You beard, say really... Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, okay. It was... I tell you what, man. You should have seen how much I trimmed off of it. Like it was, I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. I, I guess. I guess you just keep trying to be like, well, how other people would feel. I'm like, no, but why are you? Anyway, I I couldn't. I I don't know if I could. I could tell you. Have I ever seen you like clean shaven before? Uh, no, because you weren't in Vienna that semester. Oh yeah. How did you feel when you went that clean shaven for that semester? Why did you do that? What What made you do that, dude? First, well, I, it was just out of curiosity. Mm. I had grown my hair out. Growing my beard out, beard out a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when I got home, I got a haircut. In hindsight, I should have gotten a haircut in Vienna because they were they top notch. The there. bar was over there. Yeah, well, you I, need I mean, to stop no, going no to super cuts to... or wherever you go. Great clips, sir. Exactly, sports exactly. Cuts. <laughs> uh, fancy cut. No, no, but anyway, so when I got back here, I went and got my haircut, and I was like, they were trimming up the beard a little bit, and I was like, you know what, just just take it off, and so they mm-hmm. just took it off and. That was that was kind of that, and immediately I looked in the mirror and I was like, "What did I do? We didn't what like it. Why not? I do? I just look way too young with without without a beard. I don't know. Mm. Even even now, I bet you, I probably still have somewhat what, of so a baby face. As someone that is now approaching not old, but you're but no, but only people like only people much older than you. I know that's a dumb thing to say. What what age? <laughs> I, I, I'm just trying to say, like, we're, you're getting old too, you know. So what age? I'm getting older too. Never heard that song before in my life. Is that a real song, or are you just? Yeah, landslide. You've heard landslide before. Landslide. Took my love and I took it down. Oh yeah, okay, okay. You yeah, for yeah, sure yeah, heard yeah. landslide. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. dude, you know. In the landslide. <laughs> see. <laughs> I love that song. It's a good one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See what I did? Oh, man, that's hilarious. That is a great song. Uh, what age would you like to be perceived as? Because you're concerned about looking too young. At what age are you going to be like, uh, I want I want them to think I'm young? That's a good question. 
I, I don't know, man. I feel, I feel like, or you. Just, I just never want to look decrepitly old. That's the thing. So you should shave your beard. Well, I, that would be like when I'm like 70, 80. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Now, now so you I think probably beards look... make you look. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you do. You just said they make you look old. So they even yeah, make you look old I, when you're old. They they can for sure. Okay. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, okay, for okay. sure. Without a doubt. I mean, I, I would argue, I would say like 90% of people, uh, or, or I guess guys with beards, I would say they all look older. The majority of them. Mm. I think there might be one or two that like one or two. maybe beard covers up world. some of it. There's maybe one or two in the world, look... you mean? <laughs> that's right. Okay. Just one or two. That's it, Jerry. <laughs> uh, that's it. I, I think that's probably true. I think that's probably true. You know what I find really interesting, though, Jared, is that uh, beards definitely do have different, and, and just facial hair in general, they have like different meanings in different places, right? Like, um, for example... I, I had quite a few uh, friends of mine from America who, when they went to China, actually, they shaved their beards. Mm. And uh, just because it was looked at as being more professional if you're clean shaven over there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, I wonder if that's because a lot of, a lot of Chinese dudes just can't really grow beards. <laughs> Listen, I don't, well, I don't want so to say it. That's why I just... Uh, has it well, but see, the thing is, is like if it's if it's just not that common among most people. Sure, it's if, more. Yeah, it'll be. Perce- yeah, it'll be perceived as unprofessional just because right. you don't see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's it's more rare. Um, and that's one of my how- students actually gave me a compliment though when I was teaching in China. She was actually like, "You know what your um, your beard makes you look wise." And I was like, you know how to compliment a teacher. Wise. Good work. <laughs> Is that just a polite way of saying old? Maybe. Maybe she was. Maybe you're right. Maybe she was trying to tell me. I so, do really you enjoy old. it when when you when someone asks, "Hi, how old are you?" and you say twenty nine or whatever? That's how old you are. Twenty nine. Yep. yep. Um. You know, I'm not concerned with your birthday because it's currently Virgo season right now. <laughs> you're. Oh, you're you're a Leo, aren't you? Libra. Libra. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, it is yep. what I meant, actually, <laughs> because yours is coming up next. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it, when when if you were to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm 29," and someone's be like, "Oh wow, really? I thought you were like 35, 36." That make you like that? Does that give you the same feeling as when someone um, says your German's great? I didn't even re- realize you were. Um, <laughs> not quite, Jared. Okay, not quite. Yeah, you really want to be perceived as older. Well, sh- well, when I was younger, I did, especially in grad school, just because I was only a couple of years older than my students. Right. Okay. Now it's it's getting to be a little bit different, but um, but you feel no know. different really about f- your beard. What you feel no different about the beard or having the beard, wanting to have nope. the beard. Nope. Okay. Nope. Not since I tell you what, man. Since 2013, that was kind of the that was my last straw. Jared was clean shaving. It was like, all right, you just don't I like don't how think you I need to do this again. Not really. I like. I think I look better with a beard. Have you gotten any like? I'm not saying. <laughs> don't take this person up, up, up. No offense. Have you gotten any other people's opinions on what whether I should keep the beard or like, not? Not whether you should keep it or not. I guess. But you it was so long ago. I was like, any other people's opinions? On, but who cares? I guess also. Yeah, that'll about be ten other people's years opinions. In, in a couple of years. But which I was is gonna crazy. say like, who cares about other people's opinions back then? But then you haven't really, you know. You have no idea what you look like now, so. Right. Plus, Jared, let's be honest. If I do have a bit of a double chin, this beard covers it. That's for sure. 
Is, so you <laughs> you just wouldn't know until the chin, until the hair goes away. You can't tell. I mean, I don't. You never know. Wow. You never know. You, see, you know, So, anyways, Jared, let's let's get into some uh, um, some places though where you can find some solid facial hair. How about it? Because uh, I did mention I want to talk about some countries. Um, where do you think, Jared? Um, over sixty percent of men have a mustache. Any ideas of countries? France. Ooh, that's a good guess. India. I don't. I th- there you go. That was the one I was waiting on. Yeah, so in India, especially in southern India, um, actually, as they they um, they suggest here at least as many as eighty percent of men in southern India wear mustaches, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, mustaches have long held an important <laughs> place in Indian culture, seen as a symbol. Here you go, Jared, of virility. Mm-hmm. Means uh, means you can have babies, right? Yeah. Um. An Indian uh, also holds uh, holds the title of the world's longest mustache, Jared, which was measured in 2004 at 12.5 feet. How does that even work, dude? Like inches. <laughs> how 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 do you? Because you'd have to like curl it, right? Like 12 and a half feet of oh, mustache. I, I, I just imagine it all going to the ground. Do you, do you have uh, what? Um, this is from Reuters. I know I don't have a record. Picture. Longest mustache, yeah. mustache. Let's see what it looks like. Oh, it's like it's like braided up. Okay. Does it look cool? I can share my screen and just show you. Let's see. I want to see this. I don't braided even know how to up. share my screen. Oh, here it's the big giant thing right in the middle. Fucking idiot. <laughs> no, I can't. I'll have to do it later because I have to do my. All right, that's fine. But that's no, cool though. So it br- doesn't really look. I would say it looks. No, it looks cumbersome. Is what I would say. Okay, that's fair. Because it's like it's just long and skinny. It, like it's 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 not it's just two long braids. Okay, and it kind of interesting just looks cumbersome. I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like you could just tie it up and have it be like a mustache to goatee situation. That's crazy though. Um, all right, uh, an- another country, Jared, where you can find lots of uh, mustaches as well is in Mexico. So they've. Uh, uh, had a lot of uh, cultural icons like Emiliano Zap- uh, Zapata and Pancho Villa, uh, who had an influential role to play when it comes to growing out a mustache. Going f- and and here you go, Jared. This is kind of interesting. Going further back, many indigenous peoples did not grow facial hair. So when the European settlers arrived, it may have been a way of air quotes here demonstrating their higher social status. Okay. So so far, the mustache is representing ability to have babies, and I don't understand the the financial aspect. Babies make Just sense. Saying you're, you're European, and I guess you have you have more money. Oh, I see. So it's more of like a it's more of like a style thing. I, I guess. I you, yeah. Okay. So when you I I, I hear you. That, that, okay. Well, and it was a way, it seems like, for the European settlers to kind of difference or distance themselves from well, the indigenous people. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I understand yep. how people could see someone with a mustache and it represents virility, meaning you can have more kids. But I don't really understand that connection to the money thing, e- even if you're trying to replicate other people. Because it's like, well, you can either grow a mustache or not. How does this any connection to whether you'd have money or not? So yeah, you could you could be broke and try to replicate these 
fancy Europeans or whatever and grow the mustache, but it doesn't mean you're fancy. But I could understand right. how it's like, oh, look at that long mustache. That means they could have a lot. I could see that connection more clearly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Um, uh, or Well, sorry. That's what happens when I'm skimming before. <laughs> uh, this is anyways. why I love lists. <laughs> uh, next one for you, Jared, is uh, Pakistan with the uh, second largest world uh, Muslim population. Uh, and with around 173 million Muslims, uh, the re- religion plays quite a role in the prominence of facial hair. Many uh, famous Pakistanis have also had mustaches, such as the uh, national uh, poet Mohammed Iqbal, uh, the cricketer Javed uh, Miandiad, who I know is your favorite cricket athlete, Jared, for sure, um, and uh, yes. the former president um, um, Pavez Musharai. And the current uh, incumbent, Asif Ali uh, Zardari. Sorry if I butchered any of those names. But um, I actually had a buddy from Pakistan in grad school, and it was funny. He had a mustache in Pakistan. He shaved it, actually, Jared, when he came to the U.S. And when I asked him why, he said uh, professionalism. He said that many people told him in America it's better to be clean-shaven. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I got that, too, from my parents. Yeah. Do they think you look unprofessional now? They always do. You, you know, there's always something, Chad. <laughs> there's always something. I, I, I need a, to show this... up with a suit and a Bible in my hand, bald and clean, and just bald basketball head face. Uh, <laughs> and you're good to go. Yeah, with the healthy 401k quoting Bible verses, and, and then I think I'll be good to go. There we go. Okay. That just shows with, your with parents' wife. care, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, next, next one up for you, though, Jared. Can you take a guess which country would be number four? Which country would be number mustaches? four? <sighs> Germany. I've seen very I, good. I've seen those por- How did you- because I've seen the pornos. I've seen <laughs> the pornos. I've seen the. I've seen the seventy. I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's just a guess. So this is what's funny about Germany, Jared. Uh, so Germany's population of 83 million has a long, proud history. Not that 83 million Germans have a mustache. They have a long and proud history of wearing mustaches from uh, Otto von Bismarck. Um, oh, dude, you know who had an so epic mustache? So you're just naming mustache. famous... Okay, okay. Sorry, g- some, go ahead. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, I am. Some famous mustache gotcha. people from different countries, Jared. Um, also the philosopher uh, Otto Friedrich von Nietzsche... I mean, mm-hmm. he wasn't technically German, was he? Wasn't that the Ottoman Empire? No, he was German. Uh, okay. He was definitely German. Uh, well, I guess this guy's technically Swiss, or was he born in Germany? Albert Einstein, of course, had a mustache. But here's the funny thing about Germany, Jared. Germany has more clubs affiliated with the World Beard and Mustache Championships than any other country. Well, that's cool. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That, yeah. Can you just imagine like what kind of hipsters are hanging out at these mustache clubs? Well, I I told you there there was when I lived in Philadelphia, I lived like right outside of the square, like the sort of you know square where there were bars and and like sort of a hangout space, and they had like a a whiskey or excuse me, not whiskey. They had a mustache and like facial hair sort of convention thingy or get together. And you could just see who it was just so so interesting to me to see who they thought they were. 
or who they wanted to be, I guess I should say. Because they had like, obviously they had like a whole bunch of beard oil stands or like different conditioners for the beards. But they also had like cigar sections and like whiskey tasting. <laughs> and I'm like, and I just, I was just very, int- I was like, okay, so this is, now I'm learning who you guys think you are or, or would like to be known as beard havers. So do you think you'll ever go hang out with them and uh, put some fancy beard oil or mustache wax in your stash, Jared? Yeah, as soon as this pandemic is over, I'm hopping on the there first flight. <laughs> um, Get you on first class. Yeah. Would you ever Throw rock up in solely square. the mustache? Mm, sure, yeah. I think I you could totally do it with justice. Yeah. Well, why would I listen to you? You've taken no chances with your facial hair since 2013. Uh, so you're, so you, you telling me to take all these chances, why, why would I, why would I take your opinion? Are you, are you threatening me to shave a mustache, Jared? Is that what you're doing? I was, no, (laughs) (laughs) I was asking a question. I didn't realize that's, that was, that's you projecting Chad. Oh, is it? Okay. Fair enough. Are you going to have me guess number five now? I'm, I'm not, I'm done with the list. Uh, Can we play a game? Jared lists. Sure. I, I, I have I have a, a list that I would rather play, and it's a game. It's Let's a it. old-fashioned game of Would You Rather. Ooh, okay. And I I'm like going to send you the link, and we can just go through it together. Okay. I was going to share my screen, but it doesn't... One, we're not recording anyway. It doesn't matter. And I, right. I'm i super paranoid, so I have my Zoom set up not to have access to sharing screens. So um, we could just go through the list, list together. Let's do it. Let's do a Would You Rather, and then we'll put some sort of, obviously untranslatable as cultural context to why we choose one or the other. Do you have the Sounds list? Sounds good. Did you send it to me? It's in the Zoom. It's in the Zoom. Oh, duh. I'm an idiot. Sorry. I was checking my, my texty texts. It was not there. All right. I got it up. Ooh, 13 would you rather mustache questions. We mustache you a question, Jared. Um, Okay, would you rather? I'm looking at the did first just, one here. Was, so that, was that you just pulled out that pun on your own? I was looking. I was like, where the hell is that written? You just pulled that I, one out. I, on your I own. did just pull that right out of my back pocket, Whoa. Jared. Uh, that's why we make the big bucks here at the Untranslatable Podcast. So, whose skinny mustache do you consider a work of art? Uh, Salvador Dali or John Waters? Um, John Waters was on a bunch of um, TV shows, wasn't he? I don't know. Do you know who is John? I have no idea who John Waters is. I thought John Waters was a musician. I thought he was an actor. I could be wrong about that. He is, Obviously, he, he's Salvador a filmmaker, da- actor, writer, and artist born in Baltimore. Um. Yeah, okay. He has. He made I a bunch of tell movies you, man, and stuff. Which one would you would rather, I rather have? So the, Can you explain oh, Salvador Dali. to us? Sure. So Salvador Dali's stash is... It's also it's not quite as skinny as John Waters. John Waters is like a like a line that goes right above his upper lip. Where Salvador Dali's, it's a little bit wider, and it has like uh, two like almost looks kind of like horns um, curled up with with what I presume is mustache wax. I would for sure go with the Salvador Dali, uh, Jared. Myself, what about you? I, I'm with you. I'm with you. The, uh, there's uh, it, there's a little bit more going on to it. And um, I- I'm with you. The-, the John Waters almost looks like he has someone like at one of those pencils that they used to color in uh, eyebrows written right, across his, uh, right, his. How do you ab- shave yeah. that? 
I mean, I guess it's not that hard, actually. It's just... I mean, it would... Yeah, you just... Yeah, you just gotta be really careful. He looks it like looks he, like he colors it, though. He looks like... Yeah, of course. Look at his head. He looks like he would look great with a full mustache. Yeah. I could see him I really agree. rocking a full mustache. By the way, John Waters is also a musician. I'm not crazy. Uh, okay. But that's not the John well, Waters we're talking but. about. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I would go Dolly as well. Okay. All right. Next one. Groucho Marx, I mean, which I did not realize he had a mustache shaped quite like this. This one is like <laughs> it covers not only his like upper lip, but comes out a little bit to his cheeks. Now, is um, his, first of all, he mm-hmm. must have an aggressive amount of facial hair. You have to have strong yep. facial hair to do yep. this mustache. But Oh, for sure. And it has to naturally grow there, Jared. A lot of people just don't yeah, have... Yeah, I, like, I couldn't do that. It would be impossible Yeah, you and I both that. couldn't. We just don't get enough up at the top of our upper lip and off to the side. But... <sighs> Is this is this the is this what is this caused by his kind of mustache? It looks like his upper lip between his nose and upper lip space is huge, but I think that just that might too. be the illusion of the mustache. I can't that tell. Could be. So anyway, could there's be, Groucho Marx, and it could also be the camera angle as well. There's Groucho Marx that is just like a large rectangle that goes yep. pretty far out. Um, it's not crazy far, but pretty far but out. At least like two fingers worth past your lips. Yeah, and then there's Charlie Chaplin who has this. A uh, mustache, the Hitler stash. Bigger. It's a little bigger than Hitler's, but Hitler-esque. That's true. And I'm obviously going to say Groucho Marx. Well, see, here's the problem, Jared. I would actually go with the Charlie Chaplin. But you just can't. <laughs> Good you luck. Can't. You can't. In yeah, 2020, can't. I mean, you would. Would you though? Dude, you, you would oh wear God, that if, Charlie Chaplin mustache if down I the street. If I walked into my office on Thursday, I would my ass would get fired. That's what I'm saying. So fast. Would you, so you'd rather you'd rather take the risk of. Of uh, people thinking you have a Hitler mustache, then this Groucho let me Marx finish. thing. I, my my preface was, if it wasn't so unpopular today, that's not how would you rather works, Chad. Okay, fine. Then you I have to go one. with the Groucho you Marx. Choose one. Then I have to. <laughs> right now, would you rather? I would go with the Groucho Marx too. What I like about Groucho Marx is also, I, I like that. I, uh, the, you know, it goes back to that virility thing. This guy can clearly grow some freaking facial hair. Oh, for he sure. Must, I mean, to, to even be able to keep that mustache, he must have to shave twice a day to be as clean as he is in this picture. They must have had to yeah. shave him right, like, right at, I mean, back at when this picture, it probably took 45 minutes to take a picture so they could just shave him. They start shaving him <laughs> as they start yeah. the picture or by the end of exactly. it. <laughs> he just sits down to the last three seconds to do that pose. The next one, we have the Biebs, Justin Bieber, and he has... Um, the facial hair of a 16-year-old. Yep. Uh, tr- Looks like peach fuzz. You know, and, and he, it's not full. It's ju- it's just at the chin, and it's just the little soul patch, and it's just the little mustache, and it's like a like a 16-year-old proud of himself for being able to full, grow facial hair first versus the guy Fietti, which is a goatee. Does he have a beard? Does it does it wrap back to the beard? I can't no, tell. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Just I think it's a goatee and then the chin's a little bit longer and and the the mustache handlebar actually all the goatee let's just put this way all the goatee it's all is his normal hair color which is dark brown but then the center part uh, uh in his the chin spike just in his chin is uh is um is blonde, blonde. is dyed blonde bro i'm going straight to flavor town taking the guy fiat i'm going beebs 
You're going Biebs on this one. Yeah. All right. You would rather. That's fair. So you would rather show up at work. Listen, you know the thing is, <sighs> I, yeah. The, if, if I were Justin Bieber, I mean, granted, I don't know if this is a recent picture. This is just a stupid game we're playing. But if I were in, I were in, <laughs> if I were in that position that he's in right there, I would just go clean shaven all the time, you know. Um, right. but I couldn't see any sort of anything that could get me to be dying just a portion of or any part of my beard, but let alone just the center portion of my beard like that. C- yeah, could you see? It's, it's it's a little odd. Yeah. So you'd rather show up at work with the center of your beard? I'd go guy. I feel like you're once again. Okay, I just need to make sure you're not just being like. I mean, hypothetically, if this, if if I were also the mayor of Flavor Town, then I would. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but you're not. (laughs) I come in with jalapeno poppers for all my coworkers. Okay, this is a good one. This is a good one. Actually, the next couple ones are good ones. Okay, which Uh, mustache should be celebrated throughout history? Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt, Albert Albert Einstein, Einstein, which are both powerful. Just. Your standard, what you think of when you think of a mustache. I will say Albert Einstein's is a little shorter and bushier. Teddy Roosevelt yep. is a little longer and more is straighter, you know? Yep. Albert Einstein the gives sides. the more uh, illusion of like, um, you know, like if he if he grows it like for a day too long, he'll it'll like fluff, like he, it'll move it like fluff out. Well, who's the Yosemite Sam? <laughs> oh, yep. Yep. Um, I, I say, I say. I think I'm gonna go uh, Albert Einstein's bush, e mustache. <laughs> I should have. Okay, I'm going with I'm going with Teddy on this one. I can one. see either one. I, I could go either way on that one. I like I like the longer the length on the sides. I like the looks good with his scowl. It just works. Yeah. No, I hear you. You know, I hear you. But once All right, again, this next one's hilarious. We're talking about though, your Jerry. face. Would you rather right. on your face? On my face, so I'm going Teddy about, Roosevelt. Okay, just because you're talking. I think I could grow a good one. You know, I, I think I, I think could grow a too. solid Teddy Roosevelt. The only reason I asked is because you said the scowl on his face. And I'm like, just so you know, you don't. <laughs> I'm trying to scowl. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, you convinced me. I think this next one is a no brainer for me, at least. Uh, okay. And also, oh, yeah. this is crazy because I mean, we were talking about him and I did not know that he was on this list. <laughs> right? Uh, which stash intimidates you more, Lionel Richie or Danny Trejo? I mean, the st- look, the stash, I'm going to give it to Richie, but the face, obviously, the way, Danny Trejo. Just to be clear, I'm not paying attention to their questions at all. I don't care about their questions. I'm purely just going a would you rather on this one. Right. So I would say don't even pay attention to their, like, intimidation. I mean, Lionel right. Richie is not that intimidating of a person, no. period. Especially no. when you compare him to Danny Trejo, who has 99% of his movies involve him being a criminal or murdering a lot of people. So I guess is still right. being a criminal. Um, so... Lionel Richie is the but least yeah. intimidating person on earth. Richie's got the stash, <laughs> though, for yeah. sure. I mean, that's easy. Danny Trejo's, I mean, listen, all due respect, his is kind of weak in comparison to Lionel Richie's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in terms of just, yeah, overall badass. All right, now we're moving on to handlebars. Sure. Hulk Hogan. Oh, man. Or Wyatt or Earp. Wyatt Earp. I mean, this is easy. Who, I don't. I don't even know who Wyatt Earp is, but I don't know either. Gonna have to go with the Hulk. I think brother. Wyatt Earp is some sort of writer. Or some, oh, he's a famous gambler. Okay, Intra. That's a gambling mustache, and an right old there, West lawman in the American West. So he's from like okay. the like the four, mid mid eighteen hundreds to the early mid nineteen uh, hundreds. I'm gonna be real with you, Jared. There's there's also a practical reason why I picked the Hulkster on this one. Is oh, that's a if good you look point. at this Wyatt Earp dude's mustache, I didn't think about it, that. It goes way beyond his lips, and you know, dude, if you're trying to eat some soup, yeah, you, anything, anything cheese based, 
You know, you, you eat, you eat. You know me. I love my chicken Indian tikka food, masala. You're gonna have red. What? You know, I love my chicken yeah. tikka masala. Exactly. A, we were thinking it's the same a mess thing. on this weak mustache I have. <laughs> right. See, Imagine that's, that's annoying like because that. I hate how you make a great point, and I agree with you 100. percent But visually, just right now, I 100 percent prefer how Wyatt Earp's mustache looks. I hate how wide and angular Hulk Hogan's mustache is. You know what? I'm still gonna go Wyatt Earp. I'm gonna I'm gonna take okay. it. I hate how Hulk Hogan's mustache looks. It's way too wide, even for his face. He has a he kind of has a long skinny face. The mustache is way too wide, and I don't like how it's a 90 degree angle or a shitty 90 degree angle. But it's it's a 90 degree angle non- nonetheless. Right. I don't like it. We don't we don't grow mustaches to do math. Jared. I think Wyatt Earp sure. lo- looks so much better that I'd be willing to take this. So you'd go Hulk Hogan. Okay. I you could definitely do a Hulk Hogan, reasons. by the way. Oh, probably. You could definitely yeah, do just that. Trim this up. Yeah, I probably could. Oh, this next one's um, fun. Yeah, this is a good one. Which is more Who, badass, your, Burt Reynolds? Your, yeah, which '70s sex symbol or Tom mustache Selleck. would you prefer? Oh, this is a tricky one, dude. See, because I'll be honest with you, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Burt the the shape category. Yeah. He's got that good stash shape. Selleck's got but the Selleck's bushiness. just got that thick, yeah. burly. You know, this is tough. Almost kind of dad esque mustache in a way, in a weird. I'm gonna way. go Burt Reynolds. I really like Tom Selleck's, but I'm gonna go Burt Reynolds. I think Burt Reynolds almost has more of like a, like a, like a sex symbol, and Tom mm-hmm. Selleck's, at least in this picture we're looking at, is more of like, as you said, like a dad mustache. Like I think of a right. dad more when I see Tom Selleck, and I think of like, hey, woman, we're about to have sex when i see burt reynolds <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how they talk back then i really hope that's how burt reynolds does it jared that's with your consent we're about to have sex you know you so know they're using reynolds. some innuendos with a mustache yeah you know it well don't they call it yeah. like the there's some sort of the mustache ride jared okay i've never heard that before <laughs> um but yeah i i mean i would probably go with burt reynolds as well on that one that's a this tough one, one is though, hilarious i do like tom Selleck's. They're both solid for sure. This is so dumb. You know who should be on here who isn't on here, Jared, or at least I don't think they are. Um, are they on here? I, I don't think they are. Um, is Sam Elliott. Do you know who that is? Yeah, he's the guy at the beginning of um of uh Big Lebowski who does the narr- he does the narrating for Big Lebowski. That's how oh, I forgot about that. But yeah, he's got a great stash. He does have a good mustache. Let's skip this um, that next one. It's stupid. But I like this one after it. The Pringles guy yes. or uh, Julius Pringles. Is that his name? I guess is so. that his I didn't official that. name, Jared? I didn't also Julius... didn't know specifically, not just, so the Monopoly guy, his name is, I, I knew it was Pennybags, Rich I feel like. Uncle Pennybags. I didn't know it was Rich Uncle Pennybags. Rich Uncle Pennybags. I mean, this Dude, is easy Pringles. for me. I got to go Rich Uncle Pringles. Pennybags. I like the You're white. Penny bags? Yeah, I like the white, and I and it's it's it's. Don't, whoa, Jared, don't be racist. <laughs> also, I don't like the white of Julius <laughs> Pringles' face. It's too white. <laughs> Races both it's a ways. Pale, you're right. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. Which fictional character has a better stash? Ron Burgundy, which is Will Ferrell. I wonder. Do you think is that fake facial hair? Or is that his real stash? I think it could be real. It could be real. I think so too. And then Borat, which is Sasha Baron Cohen. Ron Burgundy. Ooh, this Easy. is a tough no, one. No, it's not. It's not. Ron Burgundy's is cleaner. Borat oh, just looks fair. like he has a freaking bath mat. On his, <laughs> on his face. Oh, this on my this on my face stupid. I hope you like. I, Ron Burgundy's is way cleaner. That's shaped, true. Uh, 
professional. You're concerned about professionalism. That's as far true. as my, Borat literally looks like he has a bath mat on his face. So I'm going to go Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> okay. Fair, yeah. Yeah. You're right, though. You're right. It is a lot more tame, cleaned up. That's true. Um, yeah. Let's skip that next one, Jared. Why? You don't um, like that one? That's fine. I mean, I guess we can. We don't Which one creeps you out more, Michael Sarah? Yeah, but or once, Ron again, once, I, once again, ignore the questions, Chad. Ignore the questions. Right. Just would you? Which uh, one would you rather have? Is what well, we're obviously doing here. Ron Ron Jeremy's because I don't yeah. want a little dirt stash. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah's does look like because um, it, it, it looks like you know like a high school thing. It kind of looks like it's better than Justin Bieber's, but it's the same vibe as Justin Bieber's. You know, right. It's weird to say you you want Ron Burgundy's any or, or excuse me Ron Jeremy's anything, but um, uh, which villain, which villain's mustache would you rather have, Doctor Fu Manchu or Captain Hook? Captain Hook. I don't know if Fu Manchu dude. was a villain. I don't know who he is. I just know that he's some sort of character, and it's a mustache style more than I know the mustache style right. more than I know the person. Oh, for sure. Well, that's because Fu Manchu's always been like the kind of nickname for that stash style. Yeah. So, which one would you rather have? Oh, Captain Hook. Captain Hook. Down. I think I go Fu Manchu. Okay. I like I like the shape to it. Keeping it all greased up and pointy seems annoying. And then as soon as you get like That's slightly true. sweaty, you're gonna look like an idiot. That is true, Jared. Your your once straight and badass looking stash is droopy. Yeah, the Fu Manchu just it's will not- naturally grow like that because you sort of right. have it shaved that way. All right, exactly. this one's a fun That's one. True. And this last is the last one. one. Steve Harvey. Yes. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Steve Harvey <laughs> or Dr. Phil. Bro, Steve Harvey, hands yeah. down. I'm, they both have solid stashes, but... Steve Harvey's is just better maintained, better groomed. Yep. Yep. Better groomed. And slightly longer and not as, once again, not as ruggish. The, right. It, it, I, I realize if you go, if you overstash it, especially if you go a little too high on the outside of the nose, it really makes it look like there's a bath mat there, and it makes that section of your face look a lot bigger than I think uh, one might would like. I would like. I yeah, should say that's fair because this is about me. That is fair. What I would rather. I would rather not my. I would rather not look like there's a bath mat, um, uh, in the middle of my face. Right. And I think Dr. Yeah. Phil's, he's not that far. It's not that bad, but it's encroaching on the, um, it's really encroaching on the, what's the guy's name? On the Groucho Marx. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, Obviously that's a, that's not, actually not good. there yet, but I could see it going there. That's a good comparison. You know what's interesting too, though, Jared, about stashes and also their shapes is uh, way back in the day, actually, um, with the uh, flu pandemics of 1919, yes. Uh, people started to shave off their beards and rock like these kind of skinnier looking stashes. Uh, I gotta say, some of them look pretty cool. I think I think you should. Th- you, I think it's. I don't know if anyone's recommending it, but I think it's sort of the same concept now with 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 COVID. Mm-hmm. Like you like you're. I I I don't. I believe it's dangerous for bearded people to have like a, a lot of their beard sticking out of their mask. And I've actually yep. seen. You know, I live in Ferndale. It gets a little weird over here. I've actually seen a couple bearded people with beard-specific masks. So, it, you know, there's the mask part, but then it droops down to be able to, like, have a little uh, kangaroo pouch for the beard and then go up to the the, uh, bottom of your mouth. I found that to be an interesting I mean, my beard usually pops out of my mask. That's for sure. Well, you're at a higher risk, so good luck. Yeah, well... Well, 
Uh, I guess if I die for my beard, I die for my beard, Jared. Yeah. But it is interesting um, how different like facial hair styles kind of have emerged throughout the times as well, Jared. What time period do you think the soul patch was popular? The 1970s. It's a good guess, but it was actually 20 years earlier. I guess a lot of the jazzers in the 50s mm. were into soul patches, which is just that hair right below your lower lip. The flavor saver. The flavor saver, the soul patch. Um, now, this is a this is kind of an interesting one, Jordan. I wonder if you would rock this one ever. It's called the Van Dyke, and it's where you have the mustache, and then you have the chin. But they're not connected. So it's just mustache, the chin. This style was popularized by Anthony Van Dyke, uh, who was a famous Baroque artist from Antwerp, Belgium, uh, who had a pointed goatee underneath but not attached to a pointed mustache. Appears, apparently, Pierce Brosnan is a fan of the Van Dyke. There's, really? I mean, I typed in Van Dyke beard, and there were multiple pictures of him. The first picture that pops up is him looking like a sexy Colonel Sanders. I was just about to say, can he rock it? Clearly, he can if he's looking like a sexy Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, I, I I don't have a problem with the Van Dyke. It's it's a little much. I don't I don't like to attract too much attention to myself, and and okay. it's, it's it's a little much. But it, it's not the worst as far as uh, options. You know, one is popular in some spots, especially in Eastern Europe, um, is the chin strap or like a like a like a really thin beard that just kind of accentuates your jawline a little bit. What mm-hmm. do you think, Jared? Would you rock a chin strap, or is that not your steez? Yes. You would rock a chin strap, really? Yes. Okay. I wonder what you would look like with a chin strap. I'm trying to I picture I guess we'll it. see. The thing <laughs> is, I would, never sha- I would never shave a chin strap because um, I'm, a terrible sh- I'm a terrible shaver, and I have no control over my hands when I shave. And I and I can't look in a mirror and shave because I, I I'm too stupid to figure out that that everything's opposite, and I'll just end up messing up anyway. So, you'll never see. That's it. fair. I mean, that's why I don't do anything fancy with my beard either, Jared, because I'm sure I would mess it up somehow. Um, so, Jared, I do want to talk about one other facial hair style, which is the infamous mutton chops or sideburns. And uh, I don't know if you know this, Jared, but the guy who actually popularized them his last name was burnside so in the mid-19th century ambrose burnside who is a civil war general family guy episode it sounds like (laughs) it doesn't it uh popularized now or oh oh john foot penis (laughs) it's hancock now why because i said so that's why (laughs) (laughs) exactly um but uh anyways he popularized the sideburns as it allowed military men to be, quote-unquote, cleanly shaven while still maintaining facial hair, where I do not get how that logic makes any sense because if you look at any pictures of dudes with sideburns, all it looks like is it looks like they've shaved their chin. Yeah. You know, like like these Civil War-style sideburns are crazy. Um, they, look, they look crazy, um, but the funny thing is, too, is a lot of them – wore them in this specific style that was called mutton chops mm-hmm. as the sideburns were trimmed neatly at the top and bulged near the cheek resembling a cut of meat. So there you go, Jared. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and yes, I would do that one too, but I don't have the I don't have the sideburns to pull it off. Just so you know, Chad. Uh beard uh a beard uh makes uh, can add as much as 8 years to a man's look. 
So can it really just put adding some context to what you were what you're thinking? Okay, interesting. You know, you know what was a really popular thing though uh, back in the early two thousands, Jared. The internet. And I even tried this a little bit in college. Yes, the internet. <laughs> what, sounds um, like you're talking about some kind of drug. Four Locos, that's right, the Jared. original Four Locos. The original <laughs> Four Locos. And paired with that, Jared, I love how you quiz a... me and it's just like anything in the nebulous could be the answer to it. That's true. I don't know if you're talking oh, about dubstep. Are you, is that what you're talking about? Dubstep? Because that really had a yeah, moment right. in the early 2000s and I haven't heard dubstep in a long time. That was more the 2010s and after, wasn't it? I guess that's well, early 2000s. Hey, Chad, give it 50 years and that'll be the early 2000s. It'll be classic. It'll be classic music or oldies back, you know, by then. Dubstep. Um, yeah. Yeah, dubstep. Uh, anyways, the the millennial goatee, you know, like that. That was. It seemed like every person, like in the early 2000s, like guys in boy bands, actors, like uh, you know, in Friends and other shows. All sorts of different people had goatees in the in the like early two thousands. Okay. Oh, so you're saying another? Okay. So that was like the the. I gotcha. Cool cut. I gotcha. Cool cut. And now, obviously, did Jared, you say the last like three three ago? Did it? Haven't we talked about this chat? <laughs> Maybe we have. Um, but anyways, one I guess one other one for you, Jared, or, or my last kind of take on this episode today is uh, we are lucky, Jared, that nowadays, I mean. Beards are kind of uh, back in in style, I guess. I would even argue, Jared, to some extent that beards, I like them because, I mean, it's less work for me to do. But also, I think for a lot of dudes, beards just make them look better. I don't know why. makes you look a little bit more rugged, a little manlier. Do you consider yourself um, to be attractive? Um, Somewhat. I'd say I'm I'm say I'm not terrible looking. Damn. Can you ever okay just answer looking. a question, Chad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Do you consider yourself to be attractive, Jared? No. Really? No. 80% or 79.6% of men who can grow a beard say they consider themselves attractive, according to recent beard statistics. Hmm. So so does that mean all guys with beards or majority of guys with beards think they're good looking? Is that That's literally what I just said. Okay. <laughs> so so does that mean, Jared, that so beard are bearded guys then more narcissistic? Are they more confident? Is it narcissistic to think so you're attractive? Uh, maybe if you're not, <laughs> I don't know. So you're assuming sure. that they're not. I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I is okay. That's yeah, okay. So it's it's interesting. I guess it says more about you that you just immediately assume that everyone's lying in that statistic. It's like, well, these are all must be ugly people <laughs> saying that they're attractive. <laughs> That's clearly what so that in- includes you, I guess, cuz you just said you're attractive yep. too. Um, by the way, just so you know, I mean, you're very concerned about the professionalism of it. Various statistics on beard show that people will have a more positive impression of a person's character if they don't have facial hair. So you're right. 20% oh, of respondents in 2018 beard trustworthiness study said that they find clean-shaven individuals to be most trustworthy. So mm. maybe you're right there. Uh, See, there you go, Jared. That's why you and I don't have any friends. Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> uh 84 it's, our, of it's age, our scapegoat 84 it's our scapegoat um 84 percent of hr representatives uh believe that clean shaven employees climb the career ladder faster beard statistics reveal so maybe you're right but but you still have a beard so you're you're you might grow the ladder quicker 
but you're still not growing it as fast as someone that's clean shaven. Mm. So, may, so you're okay with the level of gro- growth, both on your face and co- and in your co- professional life. It's <laughs> a good question. There's a balance Jared. there. How how right. long do you want your facial hair to be versus how much do you want to make? Yet the strike. That's that a balance. great question, Jared. That is a very good question. Well, hey, look at it this way, dude. Elon Musk doesn't have a beard. Jeff Bezos doesn't have a beard. Yeah. The only super rich guy I can think of with a beard, Bill Gates doesn't have a beard. Warren Buffett doesn't have a beard. You know who does have a beard, though? Richard Branson. Richard Branson. Yep. Yeah, but... He's the outlier. Yeah. I was about to say, in statistics, I think that you're you're still proving the point that... Yep. That yep. Uh, you, I think, statistically speaking, if you just find a couple more uh, beardless, you could, you could say all... <laughs> billionaires right. don't have facial hair so you'll love this chad i i, I wanted to save this for you because i know i know i know how you get when we talk about attraction uh i have some more beard facts what, for what you. does that even mean <laughs> I, I know how to get you going is what i'm saying okay and it, and uh here's the section on women's opinion on beards Okay. Do you, do you, in any of those manosphere videos or red pill videos you enjoy, do they talk about a facial hair? Not really. No. Interesting. Interesting. But because, a lot of the guys do have beards because th- there is this huge obsession with like sort of asserting your masculinity. You know. I think a beard's a good sign of that. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm surprised sure. that there's not a lot of talking about. Like I could imagine the guy that that calls you a coward for not liking sparkling water although he he <laughs> is poor. clean i think he is clean. he has a beard oh does he he has a beard okay he has i a, can't remember yeah. I, 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 th- feel like, I thought he did i can't i feel like someone like him would be very into um very into um being like you're sort of like not as much as a man if you don't have a beard like me but i don't i don't remember him having facial hair Based on facial hair alone, 41% of women find clean-shaven men the most attractive. A total of 35% of respondents think that men with no facial hair are the most attractive. Statistics on facial hair tell us that. Tell us. Next, 14% of female respondents think that men styling a beard and a mustache is the most attractive, while only 4% think that the same uh, think the same about a man who has only a beard. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. 5% of female participants in 2017 study said that a beard is the manliest look. Only 5%. Really? Okay. The manliest look, though. Right. What is the manliest look, I wonder? I wonder how they would describe it. 17% opted for a beard and mustache combo. So when they say beard, what does that mean in relationship to beard and mustache combo? Maybe just the chin? Or maybe, maybe that's maybe why nobody like the, likes them. What's the, what, what's the one that uh, James Bond has? What did you call that one? The, the Colonel Sanders? Oh, the Van Dyke. Maybe something like a Van Dyke or like a goatee could be like a beard and mustache combo. But a beard is just like everything's there, you know? Could be. 7% believe yeah. that a man with a mustache emits the most masculinity. Mm. Oh, there we go, Jared. All right. Got our answer. Uh, beard facts reveal beard facts reveal that women who make more money find beards less attractive. That kind of goes along mm. with just the general idea of professionalism, maybe. Oh, you're right. I mean, if they're you making right. more money, they, they're probably more obsessed with the idea of what 
what is professional and, and how you and, and this is not even a female th- thing i think this is just a person thing the more money you mm-hmm. make you're probably just more obsessed with how you how to succeed in business and so you're oh, probably sure. way more obsessed with that idea of, of presenting as uh you know very professional um so a 31 percent of ladies who earned a hundred thousand dollars annually think men with facial hair are unappealing as opposed to 18% of women making less than $100,000 a year. Uh, the location also factors in 52% of women from cities and sur- suburbs are more attractive to, attracted to, can you guess? Uh, clean shape. Yes. Which also, I guess, factors into income. Mm. Uh, heavy. St- oh, by the way, I can tell you what the most attractive is. So let's hear it. I think this is not surprising in the slightest to me. Can you guess? It's not mustache. No, I'm just kidding. No, because I. It's clean said shaven. Was, no. It's not. No. Five o'clock shadow. Is that there? An you option? go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. That's Chad when he sees uh David Beckham uh the next morning. Five o'clock shadow with his five o'clock shadow. By the way, David Beckham was actually it's a good look. Someone that came up when you type in Van Dyke. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, heavy stubble is the most attractive beard types such as, uh, heavy beard and light or heavy beards and light stubble, as well as no facial hair were found to be equally less attractive to, uh, the female sex when compared to, I would say gender probably, uh, I guess sex. I don't know. Compared to, I don't know how how the study was done compared to, uh, a 10 day beard, 10 days. I mean, depending on the person, that's more than heavy stubble, but I get what they're saying. Um, I, I listen. Uh, I think I'd agree with them. I think the heavy stubble is the best look. I th- I, I, yeah. I agree with that. Gives you a rugged rugged touch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Interesting. All right. Well, well, let us know what you think about beards and other facial hair at untranslatablepodcast at gmail dot com. You can slide into those DMs on Twitter, untranslatable one, the number one, and you can check us out on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, and also, please, five-star review, five star reviews on iTunes. And as we say here uh, at the Untranslatable Podcast, Kekuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. So apparently my sister listens to this podcast occasionally. Okay. She sent me, let's see if I can, oh. She sent me a, a link a couple weeks ago. I, I, uh, I, I can to what? It's called Come. Uh, C O M M E H Com Om, which is I don't know what C O M M E, but Om is like French for man. Okay. And essentially, what it is is like um, it's like a uh, like a community for like why being bald is better and why it's healthy to embrace your baldness. Okay. And when she sent it to me, I I, I replied, I was like, lol, like I I am like. I'm not this militant about my baldness. Oh, I can just right. tell you what my response was. I had the text right in front of me. I said, hilarious. I like, I'm not that militant about my baldness. And I said, I'm dying laughing because I was literally shaving my head as she texted me that. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's great. <laughs> but it's all, and it's like, there's like guides to the ultimate bu- guide to being bald. Why do, see, this is, you, you know, this is actually a great example of why we should not have combined facial hair and head hair. Because just in this whole website, we could talk about this whole website in an episode. But there's like a, like we why should. why being bald is better, like what like advantages to being bald, um, uh, you know, 
Think of all the money you shave on shampoo and conditioner, bro. <laughs> Did you hear what you bro? just said, bro? <laughs> did you hear what you just said? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Think of all the money you saved, Jared. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. But you know you didn't say that, right? What you said, you "Think of all the money you shave." Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> it's true, though, Jared. Think of all the money you shave on shampoo and conditioner if you're bald. Oh, my God. Nice well, and easy. That's true. I mean, I have... Do you just use body wash on your head? How does that work? No, I use I, I use um, Dr. Bronner's bar soap, and I just okay. bar soap my head. I don't. I don't. I, I nice. should probably look into this website on proper head, head health, bald head health etiquette. But I just rub the Dr. Bronner's and scrub that into my head. But I, okay. I have like these big ass containers of conditioner and shampoo, and um, especially the conditioner, you, you could sneakily go through that. Like with long hair, I get to do right. that maybe twice a week. Um, I obviously haven't touched it since, and I'm right. like, I did not. But but now I'll just put it in my. You're guest about room. to have. I'll just put it in my. A nicely room. conditioned beard and pubes, bro. Do you need to? What sort of what sort of beard uh, maintenance do you do, Chad? Little to nothing, man. I put some shampoo in it when I wash my hair, mm. some conditioner in it once in a while, and I comb it, and that's it. Do you, Do you have like facial wash? Do you use facial wash? Oh, you don't. Nope. Just water. Because I don't put shampoo in my beard, but I like I, I have like a facial wash, but I don't use it for my. It's not related to the beard. I don't do anything right. either. I mean, I, but I but um, my ex gave me like some beard oil that like once a week, if I remember, I'll put that in there and like comb it, you know, or something like that. Right. Yeah, I I, I have some. I've just never really used it. I only do it if I'm like in the bathroom. And I'm like, and I happen to have just gotten out of the shower.